Hello, this is Steve Goldsmith, Professor of Urban Affairs at Harvard's Kennedy School, and you're listening to Data Smart City Pod, where we bring on top innovators and experts to discuss the future of cities and how to become data smart. Uh, this is Steve Goldsmith. I'm here today with uh, Rex Richardson, the president of the Southern California Association of Governments, and with Darren Chinsey, who is also the chief operating officer of, of what's known as SCAG. I want to talk to them a little bit about maybe the most interesting model in the country about multi-jurisdictional use of common GIS and data to improve the quality of life among members. Rex, if I can call you Rex, let's start with you. First, uh, a word or two about your background. I know you're a Long Beach City Council member. You've been on the Public Health Committee and you've advocated for the Equity Office. Just a second or two about how you got into local politics and what your job is now, and then we'll come back to the issue at hand. Sure thing. Uh, I, uh, I, I stumbled into politics out of student government. I'm student body president, local university, Cal State. Uh, as a college student, we stood up for issues, you know, like student parking, student fees and programming. I didn't understand that the concept that we were fighting for then was very similar uh, to the work that I did in, in the labor movement representing workers or the work that I do in local government representing people was equity. That was the common thread. And so over time, I developed an expertise in standing up for sort of inclusive economic policies, economic inclusion, and investment into equity to transform the narrative within communities. Uh, within Long Beach, I've championed the establishment of the Long Beach Office of Equity, where we have placed it within the city manager's office and have driven a number of initiatives, most recently the racial equity reconciliation, to really create a meaningful difference and close the narrative of Tell Two Cities as it relates to racial inequity within our city. And uh, we also chair our Economic Development Committee, where we place a real focus on economic inclusion or robust, inclusive recovery. Uh, as president of SCAG, I helped become a convener uh, and, and really help set the vision and leadership for the largest MPO in America, particularly at a time when we need to redefine resiliency and place a real focus on economic recovery for Southern California. Uh, Darren, you're the chief operating officer of what Rex has described as the largest MPO and I think probably the nation's best recognized local government uh, collaborative in the country as well. So how'd you get into that job and kind of what's your role with SCAG? Well, I you know, started my career working in politics, spent some time in Washington, D.C. and came back to my native Southern California uh, and almost stumbled uh, into the world of MPO governance. I had known them a little bit from my time in DC, but um, certainly within a couple of years of joining the organization, you realize that somebody who really loves Southern California is, understands the diversity that we have here uh, and the opportunities we have for success, that there's just no other organization that can bring together uh, the groups of, of business leaders, of public, uh, local elected officials, um, to really solve problems the way that we've done. And so I've been here for 15 years, um, had a variety of roles, um, but my job right now as chief operating officer is to, to help our staff uh, move forward all the great ideas and exciting uh, work that they have. So it's a fun uh, and interesting opportunity and, and every day is a different day and uh, get to work with a lot of uh, really amazing elected officials from throughout Southern California. One of which is Rex Richardson, I bet. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Mr. Richardson, back to you. So the, sure. the subject at hand is the regional data platform, which is very unusual in its scope, 
right, that the MPOs and uh, and SCAG would bring that to its members. So tell us a little bit about what is the regional data platform, how does mapping support it, and what are your goals? Sure. So one of SCAG's functions isn't just to be a convener and a metropolitan planning organization, uh, but we've approached and we're very proud to have approached uh, our role at SCAG as a, as a policy center, a regional policy center where uh, we can be a resource to help cities, sub-regional COGS, and our entire region plan for a long-term sustainable future. And so the Regional Data Platform Initiative, it's a revolutionary system for collaborative data sharing and regional governance. And the idea grew out of the recognition that the well-being of the region is ultimately tied to the ability of local jurisdictions to plan for their own futures and share those plans in the form of land use and other data with SCAG in the hopes of speaking with one language and having a symbiotic relationship between regional planning and local planning. Individual cities and counties can do more meaningful planning with their communities if they have access to data from neighboring communities, as well as the entire region so they can plan within the context of a larger, more interconnected system. Rex, let me just stay with you for a second. I know given your commitment to equity that bringing people together through the actions, not just in Long Beach and SCAG is important. So how are you thinking about the regional data platform as a visualization platform that helps people in the region see trends and equity issues and the like? What's the role of visualization as it relates to the regional data platform? Sure. So one big element is transparency, allowing for uh, community-based organizations, members of individual communities, cities, regional, uh, sub-regional COGS to be able to see in a very transparent format uh, the representations of data and the realities uh, of our region. It also allows, and thank you for raising the issue of equity, it also allows us to have a conversation based on very explicit outcomes. You know, I believe that patterns of disparity don't occur by accident. They're a result of systems. And in order to change those systems, we have to do it in a very meaningful, intentional way based on data outcomes. And if we see that inequities continue to persist and that equitable, positive outcomes are elusive, a major reason why is the failure to account for data uh, as it relates to race and demographics. And so the creation of a regional data platform is, in fact, uh, a meaningful tool to address issues of equity and disparities within, within our region. So it is not as the end result, but as a means to achieve that end result. That was terrific. Darren, let's, let's move from the visionary to the implementation, if I could. And yeah. you know, I've written a lot over the years about LA's GeoHub allowing its agencies to speak to each other. Talk to us a little bit about how you're thinking about the GIS platform as allowing the collaboration of your members with each other. No, that gets really at the core of what we're trying to do with the regional data platform. You know, as a metropolitan planning organization, certainly our, our initial focus was on transportation, was those physical uh, infrastructure that was being built throughout the region. Um, when you start to think where we are as a region and really where everybody's at right now with data and understanding how those connections are really the new infrastructure of what we need to get done uh, in the decades ahead to make sure our work gets done, opening up those lines of communication, those roadways uh, is really the core of it. So the regional data platform is designed to be a two-way conversation between our local jurisdictions and between the regional data that we have uh, available uh, that we disaggregate down and can aggregate up. 
not just thought to be used for our local jurisdictions where that's where we're starting because we know we have to show a proof of concept of what this looks like, uh, but it's also the opportunity that other researchers in, in great minds can come and have one source in Southern California um, that they know they can get the best, most accurate data to help us research and solve the problems that we're still struggling and uh, trying to find answers for. How will you help your members use these tools? I was I was a mayor for eight years and a deputy mayor for a while, and I teach mayors and the like. And it's always interesting to see after they go through some aha moment where they go, wow, look at that data, right? Look what's happening at 10th and Main. Uh, and that, that triggers a whole number of thoughts. So, so we have two issues here, I think. One is the, the members, of the elected officials, the Rex Richardsons of, the, of your membership. But the other is the folks who work in those cities who might be able to make discoveries through the advanced tools in a GIS platform. How, how does your organization help your members utilize those tools more completely? Yeah, as with anything, you have to make it meaningful to the user, to the person that's on the other side of the conversation that you're having. A couple different parts of that. Um, I'll start at the city staff level because I really do think where it all starts. If, if we don't have staff in our, in our local member cities that are excited and, and using it, it's just never going to get to where it needs to go. So we've been working for many years and, and most focused in the last several years about providing resources, whether it's physical equipment, although most of everything's moved to web-based now, it's training, it's understanding, it's how to use these tools to do the job that you're already doing, but doing it better, more efficiently, speaking in a language that more people can understand, because I think that's where people really get excited about um, how you're translating that data into real visual experiences that makes it more meaningful to them. At the elected official level, it's exactly at that. When they start to see problems that they have might not be as complicated as they think it was because they're starting to see how the data is telling the story perhaps about how to solve that. And that can be on a lot of different issue areas, but it's one that, that again, is giving a tool and showing proof of concept exactly how that tool will help them make better decisions. So we focused on general plan updates uh, with a handful of select cities because we think, again, taking it from this big picture idea of an, a regional data platform down to something that's meaningful and something that every city has to do and needs to do, and, and many in, in our region are outdated, I think that's going to be the proof of concept that we're going to start to build some momentum at the staff as well as the elected official level about how important a tool like this can be for our region. Will you do training around ArcGIS tools or story? Lots of training. Like? Yeah. Yeah. No, lots of training, different types of training, uh, understanding the different sophistication levels of the users. It's going to be, it's a, you know, Esri has been a, a good partner with us in this, allowing um, and providing the resources, not just for licenses for all our member cities, but to make sure that they have the, the tools to be able to get up to speed on, on how to use them the best. So can local governments upload data to the platform? Can community groups organize the data by their GIS coordinates? Talk to us a little bit about eventual functionality if you're successful. Yeah, certainly the value of the regional data platform is that it's, it's real live current data. And we know in a region as complex as ours with 18 million residents and 200 local jurisdictions that we don't always know what's best is happening on the ground. So the value of this system is that it is two-way. It allows cities, counties to upload information so that we, when we're doing our long-range planning, we know uh, what is expected at each one of those cities and what's on the ground today. So we have a better sense of how to help them predict the future. 
same time, it provides a transparency um, as it starts to get uh, fully built out so that community-based organizations can understand um, what that means uh, in the areas that they're most concerned in working on. So absolutely that two-way back and forth is really the foundation about what makes this a data platform for the region and, and not static, uh, but something that can certainly live and breathe uh, and come as accurate and as meaningful as we hope that it can be. Okay, Mr. Richardson, let's go to your last day in office as uh, president, not as Long Beach City Councilor, but as president of uh, SCAG. And you're delivering your speech to the members about kind of what uh, your regime has brought to them. Looking at these tools, what would you hope would have been accomplished? The most significant thing that we've done in terms of impact to the region is to adopt our Connect SoCal plan. This is our regional transportation plan and sustainable community strategy, but it's really our long range vision for 2020 to 2045. It's a plan that was adopted unanimously, represents 300,000 jobs annually, around $620 billion over the next 25 years. And in order to achieve that vision, which has bold targets to address climate change, our housing crisis, economics, public health, we need to make sure that we have the foundation and the groundwork in place for coordinated local planning and regional planning. And this regional data platform will be a vehicle to help achieve the goals set out within our Connect SoCal plan. But every jurisdiction has its own part to play. We have our own local plans, our comprehensive plans. These are the individual puzzle pieces that fit together to complete this regional vision and bring it to, into focus. So the blueprints are laid, the vision is established, but how we get there, how we follow that blueprint, all comes down to the level of collaboration, the resources that are placed, the incentives that are provided. And I believe that with SCAG's role this year was really laying the groundwork uh, going into next year, we're going to see a lot of conversation around stimulus and investment, investment into housing, transportation, broadband. It's good to know that we have the data platform in place and the regional plan in place to help guide the economic recovery that Southern California needs. That's the story of 2020 and 2021. And uh, whether we've done it right really will be determined by the people, whether we've made a meaningful difference in the lives of people in Southern California. Thank you very much. This is Steve Goldsmith talking to Rex Richardson, Long Beach City Council member and president of the Southern California Association of Government, and Darren Chilsey, who is the chief operating officer of SCAG, about their national precedent-setting effort to use ESRI platforms and GIS collaboration and communication to build a higher quality of life in Southern California. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. If you like this podcast, please visit us at datasmartcities.org or follow us at datasmartcities on Twitter. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast was produced by Betsy Gardner and hosted by me, Steve Goldsmith. We're proud to serve as a central resource for cities interested in the intersection of government, data, and innovation. Thanks for listening.